This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Once more Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a, win a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited uh, to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. And then he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been uh, slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one, of, one, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent the troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned, burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but, for, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So, uh, so the wedding uh, hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to them, said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him, bind him hand and foot, and throw him out into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. Good afternoon to you. Jesus says, the kingdom of God is like a party. 
And that sounds like good news, especially if you are a lover of parties. Personally, I'm not a great lover of parties. Indeed, I generally dread it when I receive a party invitation in the mail. Questions immediately come to mind. Who else is going to be there? Do I have to get dressed up? Can I get out of it? I received an invitation to a party a couple of weeks ago from someone I went to high school with, a guy I haven't seen in many years. He's turning 50. That's rather sobering. I managed to get one. I managed to get out of that one. And I was supposed to dress glam for that party. Glam. A friend of mine went to a party recently where she had to dress up as something starting with the letter M and where she was told up front that Marilyn Monroe had already been taken. She looked rather, uh, she looked rather good as the parish minister, I thought. I was invited as well, and I suppose I could have accompanied her as Moby Dick, but I stayed home instead and uh, got on with my work because I had a sermon to write. Parties are meant to be fun, of course, but we all know that some parties require just a little too much effort. If you go to one of the governor's dinner parties, you'll quickly discover that this is not the sort of party where you lounge around drinking beer and telling rude jokes. This is, sort of, this is the sort of party where you dress well, speak appropriately, and make sure you pass the port in, right, in the right direction. These are the sorts of parties I try to avoid. Jesus says the kingdom of God is like a party. What sort of party is it? The party Jesus is talking about is a royal wedding party, which means that it's a uh, rather significant party, and it starts out with a, a more exclusive guest list than you find at any of the governor's dinner parties. All the, all the important people have been invited, the nobles, the clergy, politicians, the legal people, the community, community leaders, uh, business leaders, movers and shakers from across the king's domain. But strangely, none of them want to come. The king is a bit taken aback by this, so he, uh, he reissues his invitation a little more forcefully, lest anyone should have misunderstood the exact nature of the party, or perhaps missed the fact that not attending was not really an option. Strangely, enough, strangely though, the invited guests just don't take the king seriously at all. One woman has an appointment with her hairdresser that day. Another guy had, uh, had that day set aside to go looking for a, a new car. And some of the invited guests got so annoyed at being bothered again by the king, they set the dogs onto his messengers. And some of these messenger boys and messenger, and messenger girls were killed. So the king gets, gets kind of pissed off at this. And he says, sends out the army. And they work through the guest, guest list, the same guest list, butchering each of the invited guests who decided that they had better things to do than to go to the king's party. And then the army goes through and burns the villages where each of these characters lived. When the king's servants return from their grisly work, they find that their master, strangely perhaps, is still in the mood for a party. So he sends his messengers out again. But this time, instead of sending them out to the provincial corridors of power, which now have all been burnt to the ground, he sends them anywhere and everywhere, telling them, invite everybody, rich and poor, black and white, slave and free, young and old, male and female, wise and stupid, gay and straight, good and bad. And this time, not surprisingly perhaps, it seems that nobody takes the king's invitation lightly. Now here, we see a king who extends an open invitation to all, regardless of their status or past deeds. This mirrors the inclusive nature of God's love, just as the king welcomes both the good and the bad, the wedding feast, so too does God invite all of us into his presence, regardless of our past mistakes or differences. It's essential to remember that the path, of God, path to God is not restricted to a single religion, belief system, or tradition. God's love is boundless, and it reaches out to every corner of the world. 
just as the king's servants went out to invite everyone they encountered. We too can find God's presence in the most unexpected places and among people of various faiths. The diversity of the guests in the parable remind us that God's creation is beautifully varied. Just as the king invited people from all walks of life, God values the uniqueness of each individual and the richness of different cultures and beliefs. When we embrace that idea that all paths lead to God, we celebrate this diversity. We can only we can learn from one another, share our experiences, and grow in our understanding of the divine. Instead of viewing our differences as barriers, we can see them as opportunities for spiritual growth and connection. And so the story seems to be concluding with a happy scene of a palace filled with guests enjoying a great party, despite the lingering smell of the recently scorched villages in the background. Everybody appears to be having a good time, and the king is there, strolling amongst his invited guests, greeting each of them, regardless of their color or, color or station, until he finds one character who didn't bother to get dressed properly. He says, buddy, where's your tux? And this guy, who has come straight from work and still in his overalls, doesn't know what to say. So the king calls the security guards, who slap the guy around a bit, and throw him out into the car park, where men weep and gnash their teeth. This can be seen as a metaphor for the importance of cultivating love and compassion on our spiritual journey. No matter which path we follow, love is a universal garment that we should all wear as we seek God. Love is the essence of God, and it transcends religious and cultural boundaries. When we cultivate love in our hearts, we align ourselves with the divine presence and become more receptive to God's guidance. And Jesus says, the kingdom of God is just like that. Many are called, but few are chosen. This is not my favorite parable. This isn't even my favorite parable of the wedding feast. There's another version of this uh, parable in Luke, where a lot less people get killed and beaten up. Go out at once into the streets and, and lanes of the town and bring in the poor, the, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Go out into the roads and lanes and compel people to come in so that my house may be filled. That's from Luke chapter 14, 21 through 23. The parable in Luke is told as part of Jesus' explanation as to why he hangs out with so many social dropouts. In Matthew, though, the parable is delivered as part of Jesus' tirade against the establishment and is the third volley of a three-barreled shotgun. In quick succession, Jesus comes out with the parable of the two sons, one son who says the right thing and one son who does the right thing. The parable of the bad tenants who refused to pay the rent to the owner and ended up murdering the real estate agents, and then this parable of the great party, where the party celebrations are set against this backdrop of violence. The kingdom of God is like a party, says Jesus. But what sort of party is this? It's a very serious party. It's a sort of party that makes the governor's dinner party look like a drunken frivolity. This is not the sort of party where you turn up when you like, turn up when you like and come as you are. This is the sort of party where you turn up at the right place, at the right time, and where you come dressed to the nines. And where if you decide to stay home to work on your sermon, you do so at your own risk. What sort of party is this? It's a serious party. And perhaps the even more important question here is, what sort of king is this who is throwing this party? And he seems to be a serious king who, in the end, is going to demand people's respect. There's a lot of ways of getting on the wrong side of the king. Ignore his party invitation. Okay, sure. Murder his messengers. That's bound to do it. 
turn up uh, to his wedding banquet dressed like a slob. That'll work. And I'm sure we can think of other ways. You could try urinating in that punch. Uh, that would work. Or perhaps getting drunk and vomiting all over the king's uh, shag, shag pile carpet. There are plenty of ways of upsetting the king. There seems to be just one way of making him happy. Come to the party and come on the king's own terms. A guy called David Randolph spoke about a time when he was in Milan in Italy and was watching a circus parade moving through the streets. Suddenly, one of the elephants veered off and marched into a church. The church doors were huge, and they were open because of the summer heat. So the elephant wandered up the aisle, trumpeted a bit, swung her trunk around, and then headed back out to the parade. Randolph said that it occurred to him at that moment the extent to which his own spiritual life was embodied in the behavior of this elephant, lurching into church, making a few noises, and then resuming his place in the parade. In the end, the kingdom of God is serious business. And the invitation of the king to come and join his party is to be taken seriously. In conclusion, the parable from Matthew chapter 22, verse 1 through 14, invites us to consider the idea that all paths can lead to God. Just as the king welcomed everyone to the wedding feast, God extends an open invitation to all of humanity, regardless of our backgrounds or beliefs. The key lies in wearing the garment of love and embracing the diversity of God's creation. As we continue our spiritual journeys, let us remember that the paths we walk may differ, but the destination is the same, a deeper connection with the divine. Let us celebrate this diversity, cultivate love in our hearts, and extend a hand of friendship and understanding to all. For in doing so, we draw closer to the, to the God who unites us all. May we, go forth, may we go forth from this place with hearts open to the, <laughs> to the love and a, to God's love and a willingness to walk alongside our brothers and sisters on their unique paths to the divine. Amen. Amen. I probably want to go crazy on me on that one. It's all right. Okay. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the service. That's right, the announcements. All right, let's move along to these real quickly, folks. Here we go. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to be doing a round table, Gavin. It's, it's, already, it's already late. I, I understand it's late. We're not going to do one today. I got you. Do you know we have two podcasts? We have two podcasts. you believe it? Two. Two podcasts. Of course, we have your path with Bishop Marks. That's our original podcast. That's our, our uh, gospel and our sermon every week. Uh, also, especially events we have show up there on, on your path with Bishop Mark. Easiest way to get to that is to your, go to your favorite search engine. Type in your path with Bishop Mark, and you'll find us there. Also, on the back of your program here, you'll find a bunch of list of a bunch of uh, providers out there that have us on there, and it's all free of charge. You just sign up with them, and they'll get that to you on your phone or your tablet or whatever else. Or you can simply go to, if you have Alexa at home, uh, we have Alexa, our Alexa up here in, up in front of the church, which is called Echo. So we say, Echo, play your path. Close. Close. Echo, stop. We'll try one more time. <laughs> Echo, stop. You want to see? She's ready to play some music tonight, apparently. Echo, play your path. Welcome back to the Bishop 
anymore. There you go. So anywhere in the world, Echo, stop. Anywhere in the world, if you have Alexa or whatever you want to call it at home, Alexa computer, uh, whatever. Echo, stop. No. Echo? Echo, stop. Good, Gary Crow. You get it? Okay, we're Anywhere in the world, you can say, get on Alexa or whatever it is, say Echo or Echo or Alexa or computer, play your path, and it'll play your path, which you are. Now, let's have our second podcast, which is Life Lessons with Mark. Um, that's what I like to call a TikTok podcast. It's, it's real short, little snippets, and exactly what it said is it's Life Lessons with Bishop Mark. Check it out. It's in his first season. Um, I think it's going pretty well. Uh, and use that same way. Just go to your favorite provider and type in, or favorite uh, search provider and type in uh, Life Lessons with Bishop Mark. Or you can go to one of the providers here on the back of your program and sign up for it there. Okay. Podcast. Very good. Moving on. Pray at LCLC.com. Pray at LCLC.com. That's an email address, folks. If you have any prayer for, uh, request, request for prayers, that's where you're going to send it. Now, you can either go and send us an email at pray at DallasFLC.com, or you can simply go to DallasFLC.com and click on prayer requests. Sometimes it's easier to do it that way. You can remain anonymous. You can give us your name. You can ask your prayer to be said during our, our daily prayers here at Dallas, Dallas University Electric. We pray every day here. Or you can ask your prayers to be said during our prayers and session on Sundays. Once again, that's pray at DallasFLC.com, or go to DallasFLC.com and click on prayer requests. You can make a difference. We are a church of all volunteers. None of us here take a salary, not even myself. Um, the only way we make it is through donations from people out there in YouTube land and, 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 and uh, Podcastville and the world and our ties from here in the community. And we can use your help. If you believe in what we're talking about here, this all-inclusive, all-loving, all-forgiving God who is approachable and who is uh, someone who is not necessarily the, the God of wrath that we like doing, that some people like to call, but a God of love. Uh, then please consider donating to Dallas Church Life Church to help us get that message out there to the world and, and reveal to the world what the true meaning of Christianity is. You go to DallasFLC.com and click on Donate. Uh, there we are a, a 501c3 uh, nonprofit organization, so your donations are completely tax-deductible. It's always good for people coming up in tax season. Um, but please, DallasFLC.com, click on Donate and consider making a donation. That's the only thing that keeps our doors open. It's not cheap, believe me, folks. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a lot here, but candles, hosts, electricity, computer equipment, all these things that come together, it costs money, and we could use your help. Okay? All right. Now, whenever I talk about whenever I talk about money, I always get somebody who comes in and says, Bishop, I love the church. I do, and I really want to help out, but I'm broke. And I look at them and say, Bishop, I'm broke too. So what you do, you volunteer like all of us do. Your time is your money here at Dallas Women's Life Church. When you go to DallasFLC.com, click on the button for volunteers. There you'll see a list of the, of the positions we have available for volunteers. If you don't see something you like there, come in anyway. I guarantee I have something for you to do. There's not enough hours in the day that's for us to get everything done. Something is always left undone, and we can always use your help. So if you go to DallasFLC.com, click on Volunteers. You can sign up there, or you can just come see me here at the church. All right? Compliments, concerns, suggestions, and complaints. If you have one of those, we take these very seriously, folks. Each one of those we take very seriously, and we want to hear from you. So if you go to feedback at DallasFLC.com, that's an email address. If you have one of those, send us a feedback at DallasFLC.com, or go to DallasFLC.com and click on Contact Us. There you can fill out a form. It's very simple. Uh, and we will take care of uh, those conflict concerns, just complaints. We want to help. help uh, we want to uh, hear each one of those and work through those. Okay. Thank you. Next. Come on, baby. As all of you know, this uh, month is Pastor Appreciation Month. Um, I haven't had, had a chance to talk much about this. I've been my voice has been kind of gone the last couple of weeks, but I thank all of you for all of your well wishes this month. It's been very nice. I appreciate it. If you're out there in Yahoo, Yahoo uh, YouTube land or Podcastville or just out there in the world watching us or listening to us out there, make sure you're taking care of your pastor. Make sure you appreciate them. But this is not an easy job. It's not. Um, and uh, it, it sometimes can be a thankless job. 
And it, it's nice to have a month that, that is dedicated to us. And I appreciate all of your well wishes. And it's, it's been very nice having hearing some nice things from all of you. So that's for Houston Management. Take, take, take care of your pastors this month, okay? All right. Right. Y'all still haven't come up with a name for it yet. Y'all haven't come up with a name for this dance. Well, I'm having a name for it. It's longer. How long was that video? 20 seconds. 20 seconds. And why was it 20 seconds long? You have to wash your hands for 20 seconds for them to become clean. That's true. It just kills things like the coronavirus and the flu and, and things like that that are on your hands. Look, we touch everything with our hands. And I don't know about you, but I, I have a habit of, of touching hands, taking on my hand, I touch my mouth, I touch my face, I go and doing this. But look, you can't do that anymore, folks. The reason this is back, this particular segment of our, of our announcements is back, is because coronavirus is back again pretty strong this year. In fact, it's Right now, it's actually stronger than the strongest time it was uh, during the pandemic, okay? Look, folks, there's another vaccine out right now. If you haven't gotten it, please go get it. It's just time for that. It's time for the, the variations are out there. It's time to go get that vaccine. This one that you got right now is, is tough. It's a, it's a bad one. So please go get your vaccines. Please continue to practice social distancing. Wear your mask if you feel uncomfortable someplace. And wash your damn hands. It's the simplest thing you can do. 20 seconds. You go in there, put some stuff on your hands. You count for 20 seconds, washing your hands in the soap and water, okay? Then you take it, you grab a towel, you turn off the water with the towel, dry your hands, throw it away, use hand sanitizer if you can. It's very important, it's very simple, it's the way you save lives and your own life, okay? All right, please wash your hands. I, it, my bathroom is right there. My bathroom is right there, and I watch so many people come out of that bathroom and walk right out. Please. It, it, not only is it, I mean, not only is it talking about lives, but it's just gross. <laughs> really, wash your hands. It's not that difficult. All right. I think that's it. No. All right. Yes. How many days until the walking in Alzheimer's? Twenty days. Twenty days. Twenty days, folks. Two weeks. Three weeks. It's less than three weeks away. Less than three weeks. November the fourth. I know you're signed up. I know you're signed up. I know you're signed up. Are you signed up? Yeah. Gavin signed up. You can join us. Come on. I'm going to tell you again, folks, I, I appreciate y'all signing up. I know we're going to volunteer this year again. So the, the, here's what we do. The Friday before, the, the ticket's on Saturday, right? The walk is on Saturday. On Friday, we have the, the official uh, bishop's uh, sleepover, okay? The reason we do that is because we're going to leave here about 4 in the morning on Saturday morning, okay? So it's better if y'all are just here. Doors will close at 10 o'clock on, on Friday night. So please be here before 10. I'll have some refreshments. We'll have some good times. We'll just relax and then... Get up next morning and we'll head on to uh, to City Hall. To City Hall. Uh, I, watch the weather. Make sure you bring appropriate clothing because last year it was very cold and we were cold. It was cold. So please bring appropriate clothing for that. Um, I know I, I do appreciate y'all volunteering. I appreciate y'all being here with us. But if, if there's one thing we're not doing that we need to be doing, we need to raise some money. Um, I can see on, on, on the forums there, if you, if you get anybody, just ask people. There's so many people out there in the world who are affected by this disease. It, it, 
In fact, anybody I know that I've talked to has somebody they know or in a family or somebody that has touched them in some way or another, and they're willing to donate to, to the cause. You just have to ask. And when you do that, send them to go to the go to DallasFieldC.com and click on the Alzheimer's button. They can enter their credit card information there if you want. You can do you can they can decide who they want to donate to the church, uh, the entire church as a, as a whole, or to oh, sorry, I messed up. I'm talking with my hands again, or to um, uh, just an individual person. DallasFieldC.com. So you got to go do there and click on the Alzheimer's, and that'll do that. But what's your yeah yeah so you just ask i mean you just ask and they, they will they will help that's the important thing we it's great that we're there and we're, we're getting the message out but the important thing is also we have to raise funds to find this cure the cure is out there folks it's not, we're not that far away from this i don't want to go back next year i don't want to do this walk anymore i mean i love the walk i love the camaraderie i love the people but i don't want to do it anymore i want to provide a cure and stop this horrible disease okay all right let's see if we can get this thing to finish up don't forget Three weeks. It's three weeks from yesterday. Three weeks. It's only three weeks. So please fundraise, fundraise, fundraise. Gavin, I know you can sell ice to an Eskimo. Please. I need your help. Okay? I think that's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's how important it is up there twice. This is our ninth year in a row to go. Our ninth year to go to, to walk into Alzheimer's. Okay. Yeah, you made it. Dismissal community. We might get a last song out of this. It may not let us. Let's try. <laughs> Let's go ahead and rise for a dismissal, please.